So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored? Shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why, you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet, and make them come to OTW Tube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTW Tube is where it's at. People used to say you black, then watch your mouth. We ain't listen, nah, not for the clout. Original man, all I'm watching is y'all. Crazy how addicted I used to be at the mall. Spending all this hard earned dough, but never bought. In the game of life, was more of a curtain call. Smiling in your face, can't tell I was hurt at all. My little Asian love would go and run me to raw. Brought it to the crib and let me borrow the car. Gotta be fly, you gon' catch the people I Can't recognize the real when you always taught a lie. Can't remember a day when my mama wasn't hurting. Daddy wasn't brave and my niggas wasn't cursing. We was just some slaves and amazed with our burdens. Trying to find our way through this pain we immersed in. Raised by a gay shit, the sage wasn't working. Remember when they say we was three-fifths a person. But if we came first, how the fuck do that work? I know these people never like to tell the truth cause it hurt. What up, what up, y'all? This is the real Remy Red. I'm sitting here. Kev. What did I do? That's how it be. You know, it's real. It's how it gets down. It's the real Remy Red. That's why when you have guests, you got to just, you know, prep him. I ain't prep him, you know? He stays in the gun world, which is exactly why he's here today, because he stays in the gun world. Um, why are we here today? You know what I mean? Why, why am I, what am I talking to you guys about today? I had my therapy last week. Um, I had my daughter. You know, we've been going through a lot, and it was good, and I felt good. And, you know, I got to talk about a great man I lost. And then we come back to reality. You know, we come back to what's happening in the street, what's happening daily to our people. And, you know, I try not to be to dwell on certain things too much because it gets depressing. But the reality is there's a – there's there's a world I see happening that I don't know if people are paying attention to. And what are we talking about? As black people, we have a momentary satisfaction in the George Floyd case, a momentary satisfaction of a guilty charge on a murderer who happens to be a police officer, which we damn near never see. If you have, I think it was 216 killings of African-Americans, and I think we've only had six trials, and I think it's been two or three convictions. And I always tell Black people, don't get too excited, because what does that mean, guilty, in the white man's eyes, with white supremacy being the main run of our political system, our government, our uh, court system, our police forces? How much time is he going to really be, and will it be just? Is that really justice? But before I could even get to that and really get into the case, I feel the police went out as angry, spoiled children do and made a ruckus. The problem when they make a ruckus, ruckus, people die. 
And I feel like in our fight to hold accountable the so-called bad apples that you hear them talk about, the police showed us that it's not an, a bad apple, it's the whole system. How? By killing free people within 24 hours of the child, the, 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 the verdict, and in be, between killing, I think, 64 people since the trial. That's 64 Americans, 64 people, and Black and Latinos leading that more than half. Think about that. So I brought in my boy Kev. Why? Because for me, there's two parts of me that I like to talk about. One is waking up my people and the accountability, but then I have to have a solution. So what's your solution, Remy? Is knowing how to protect ourselves, knowing how to arm ourselves, knowing the law so that you can protect yourself and have a chance, a hopefully a small chance sometimes, but a chance at freedom after defending your life. Even though I tell all of you, I'd rather be carried uh, judged by 12 than carried by six any day. And the only way to be judged and stand up with your head up is by knowing the law. So later on, Kevin is going to talk to us about guns. But first, I'm going to bring in my big homie, a friend of mine named Face of None. And he's going to talk to us and share. He's an activist. He's a philosopher. He's a teacher. He's a mentor. He's been a, a bright light and an opportunity for me to share. You know me, I always talk about how black men, we have to find avenues and people to speak with. We got to start talking to each other and communicating and learning how to build together. And this brother is one of those people. And he has a lot going on that I want him to share while he touches on this topic. Um, I also want to hear from Kevin. So when we come back, we're going to hear from Kevin too. hear his thoughts on that. We don't always agree. Does it have to be so serious right now? I mean, not does it have to be so serious. I was just pew, 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 pew. That was like fun. This is the first time if you guys was, haven't seen Kevin before, you already know. Pew, 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 he's extra. Pew, pew, pew. And he's going to say something that all of us are going to go, really, Kevin? Pew, 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 pew. Really? Like that. So we're going to go to commercial. Yeah, you should come, try this. This is like therapeutic. What is? I'm shooting little people. Shooting pew. what? I don't know. Thank uh, you. Uh, to the guys in the back, you know, I always want to give a shout out because I forget sometimes. I just try to throw questions at them, but I want to thank Kira and I want to thank Casey. Um, as we always know, with the voice of Casey, Kira is always saying something appropriate. And uh, shots, shots for y'all, lick some shots. They help me do everything that we do here. Um, you know, I just want to tell them that I appreciate them and that um, you're still not getting paid, but I do appreciate you. So, yeah. Face of none, how you doing, brother? I'm well, I'm well, brother, I'm well. Hello from the East Coast. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Thank You're you welcome. very much for coming on. Yeah. I don't want to try to do you no just, injustice. So do me a favor, introduce these people to who you are and take a minute to like knock them off their feet real quick. Tell them the fight you're fighting with. Well, um, I am an activist, um, former uh, youth pastor um, in the DMV, the tri-state area, our nation's capital. Um, I've been doing so for over 10 years, um, serving the community to some way, shape or form. Um, and I've been doing uh, 
activism uh, for, uh, I've been doing activism once again, about a measure of 10 years. I've been basically uh, facing off with uh, different uh, groups against white supremacy, the institutions um, here in the nation's capital, specifically um, helping other state organizer groups um, to basically navigate some of the politics here in the nation's capital, because everything that goes on around the nation kind of hubs here in Washington, D.C. It kind of all comes to a head. Um, so uh, with my uh, background in, you know, teaching youth, I also have come to instruct various activists nationwide, some international. Um, and uh, I am now constructing something called the Black Pantheon and Archives for Our People. Um, it is basically like our Jedi archives, if you would. Um, everything from our most prized possessions, speeches, uh, poetry, literature, PDF copies of the rarest books um, that can be found on planet Earth. There will, they are housed in the Black Pantheon. Um, it is a huge work of scholarship. It is now at 90 gigabytes um, and growing. Um, it'll probably be well over uh, two terabytes once uh, gets to a decent point. Um, but uh, that is also being used to create material uh, for various activists to get uh, educated on. And um, I've also been instructing uh, various activists in how to understand white supremacy um, understand the mindset, psychology, the history behind um, our adversary, that being the institution that's instructing these people to be so destructive for uh, the 6,000 years that they've been on this earth. And um, understanding also the racial caste system, how it all puts us in uh, to context underneath, um, so to speak, or they would desire underneath, but we don't submit to that. Um, but helping us understand that racial caste system and how we can better beat it and tackle that. And I'm also working on organizing various uh, groups around the nation to um, better facilitate to fight white supremacy. But, you know, um, that's more of a covert thing. So, you know, that's just a brief. Um, but yeah, back to you. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, there's a lot more even to that, I bet. But I do appreciate <laughs> you know, people know, you know, that you're multitasking out here on different levels on all fronts and that you are one of the few people that you can say not only posts about it, but is about it when it hit, comes to hitting the streets. I appreciate you for coming on today. I mean, a lot of people know who you are, Kev. Me? Yeah, I know a lot of people know who you are, but tell them a little bit about yourself. Tell them about the kickoff of the world. Uh... Long story short, all right? It's my brother right here. This is my younger brother's big brother right here. Okay. Um, other than that, it's an influential brother. When it was, I was at a certain point in life. Um, I am a sole proprietor business owner. I own a printing company called Masterful Printing. Um, but we're not here to talk about that, that business. I have a side venture in which I got interested in because he interests me in guns. He was showing me some things before and not just bringing a gun to me and saying, yo, look at this gun but showing me some things about gun education. Um, and I wasn't quite interested before until I got into a situation. And the first thing that came was, let me call Remy. Let me figure out if he knows how I can get a gun. Um, and it wasn't because of that situation like this. Somebody standing in front of me, I want to kill them. Yo, can I borrow your gun? No, nah, it wasn't like that. It was, I watched some of these videos a little bit more. I kind of enlightened myself. And I was like, yo, you think maybe? I came, I'm from New York City. In New York City, you can't 
own firearms in the five boroughs, all right? Um, I'm not going to allow you to quote me on whether you can or can't, because obviously there are people who do. I do know as a fact, 1% of people in New York City actually get um, their CCW or even a pistol license to handle a pistol in New York City. So being from New York City, most guns that you see, we're familiar with them being illegal. All over America, I traveled for a living previous to owning a printing company. All over America, if I ever seen anybody with a gun, I thought you were illegal. I moved here to Los Angeles. I had a really close friend. He was a brother that had a gun. And I clearly asked that brother, don't ever bring your gun in the car with me. I'm a businessman. I don't deserve for us to get pulled over and go through anything. Because in New York, a gun, any type of gun, is a matter of a fact, is an issue. And I'm going to put it to you for real like this right here. This right here in New York is considered a gun. Ain't got no firing pin in it. It don't have a trigger in it. It don't have a magazine release in it. It doesn't have any internals. It doesn't have a slide on it. It doesn't have a magazine in it. It doesn't even have ammunition anywhere around it, but it has a serial number on it, okay? And I guarantee if this gun was the SIG P320, damn, I done jumped all into my stuff now, but I guarantee if this was a different gun that has a different trigger unit and the trigger unit is serialized and that's considered the gun, I guarantee you in New York that if I came through with this, they would take me to jail and try and prosecute me, even though I could prove this is not a gun. But this being a gun, for most guns, just the lower, which is the serialized unit, they consider this a gun. This three years in New York City. I don't even want that around me before this brother introduced me to rules, laws, safe gun handling. Mm -hmm. So he started there. I had a lot of free time. And, oh, man, I turned into, you know, the person I adopted this as, you know, one of the smartest things that I could have adopted. Um, it puts a lot of um, it puts a lot of extra knowledge in your life. I like to have fun. I like to jokes. I like to um, do everything that's considered for me. And um, this was considered for me, but this is the one thing that ain't got no jokes involved in. Honestly, guns, no jokes. Well, she said. Before I go on, let me just touch on one thing that I, I like that he said. In our community, we have been mentally brainwashed that for us to own a firearm, it has to be illegal. In our community, we've also been brainwashed that we walk down the street and we protest with no plan and we take the ass whooping that they give us because that's how you protest. And both men that I have on don't agree with that in one bit whatsoever anymore because of knowledge. Face of None is actively training people how to protest in a strategic way to protect themselves and be safe. Is which I, what one of the things I don't understand anymore is in 2021 or in 2020 why people were out there without gas masks, without a plan, were not being organized when we saw what they did to our, our elders and our ancestors. Knowing Kevin now, I have it blows my mind when I see black people who still buy illegal firearms who don't have any felonies. Mm. They could take a test or, you know what I'm saying? But it's real. No, here, listen, just interject where you at. This is dead serious, all right? Um, with firearms, wherever it is that you're at, make sure that you research what it is to get one right there because it's not the same to get one in, in different state, places. Yes. In New York, you can own a firearm. 
People who live in Yonkers consider themselves being from New York City. If I'm going to be technical, I'm going to say, yo, y'all are in another county. You ain't from New York City. But somebody from Yonkers, Westchester County, Long Island, they New Yorkers. As long as they're out of them five boroughs, they can get that pistol license. And you know how many rough people come from these areas? areas? And yeah. you don't, and I'm only using this, the um, scheme of saying rough people. Because we know what it means. Yeah. You know, nah, not even that. It's normally the rough people that puts the narrative of I'm rough, I'm going to get this illegal. And then it scares the people who are actually knowledgeable enough and willing to do it. They just wanted your support. Yeah. I think too. Um, they just wanted your support. I think too on um, on a, on an activism front to answer so many, one of your questions is like the people that were out there, I know in the nation's capital, we had a problem where a lot of them, I'll be honest with you, this last round, 2020, was a lot of allies out there. And a lot of what's been happening is you got the Gen Zers coming out there. They're trying to protest. A lot of them, the problem that I had as a teacher was a lot of them didn't know their history. And you know, a lot of what this gentleman's talking about is absolutely true. It's like once people get educated on owning a firearm, the few times that black people in history, me being a history major as well, when you see black people being taken seriously in history, it's every time we're armed and we're serious. Some real quick, just so I yeah. can change that a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's why I have you on and I had him on at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I want people to understand, I'm not telling you to go buy a firearm. Yeah. What I'm telling you is, in this time in history, why is it our people do not know how to defend themselves? And I say it like that instead of saying firearm, because what you do in teaching people how to protest is defending themselves. Mm -hmm. What he's doing with, 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 with firearms, he'll, he'll, he'll even tell yourself, we don't just talk about firearms, we talk about self-defense. Right. I even teach, teach and sell self-defense insurance. So I don't want people to think that this is just a conversation about guns and protesting. No, it's a conversation about defending yourself on all fronts yeah. mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because neither one of these men are telling you go out and hurt somebody you know what i'm saying both of these men are saying it is a clear attack on our community oh yeah there's a clear attack at this point in history and in this country and face of none as a history major will also tell you that it's been a calculated attack on us for years and my thing that I'm saying is that in 2021, with so much information at your hand, why are we not defending ourselves? Yeah. And I think, uh, and I think that yeah, to piggyback on what you were saying is that a lot of it is getting to the instructional point with our people, um, because what a lot of I got a lot of young people in our community in the African diaspora locally they were asking look we came out of six to eight months of protesting on the streets i mean winter summer rain sleet snow what have you and they came back with no legislation in fact our voting rights were attacked in several states and, and we all know the drill people still getting shot and everything and i i, I introduced them i said when in this country we've always had the type of allies that are willing to fight with us to a certain extent, but not to our progress and benefit in the long run, 
where it's solidifying our right. They always want us to have some sort of rights or privilege when it comes to us just getting to a certain point, as long as they're holding our hand. You know, as long as they're there to supervise, oh yeah, you know. I don't call them allies. Exactly. It's more of a, it's more of a lie, right? It's more of a lie than allies, you know. Um, on a regular day, and because me and him have been all over this country, but on a regular day, white people will beat each other's ass for nothing. So yeah, they're yeah. running out there beating, getting their ass whooped, especially knowing, mm-hmm. and we've seen this, especially if you protest. I protest. I don't know about you, Kevin. I know you have face of none, but I've seen cops swing past white people to beat my ass. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. So they know what they, they, the extent of what won't happen to them. And if somebody white dies in a protest, the whole world is like, oh, oh my God. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. on the same tip, I'm not trying to badger nobody because I appreciate them for coming out. I appreciate them for even taking that ass with them. Mm-hmm. But as you always know, y'all all know me who watch this show. I say black voices because I speak to my black people, my melanin people. You know what I'm saying? And I say that to say, me personally, and this is just my soul excuse me, my sole response to what I'm about to say. Nobody else agrees with this. I don't know if they do, but I say this. I'd rather be carried by 12, no, carried by six, than judged by 12. No. The other way around, right? Judged by 12, then carried by six. Thank you. It's a long day for me, y'all. And I say that because I'm very nervous about what's going to happen to me when I'm put in that situation because... I've planned and set my life up to be able or for my family be prepared for me to do the thing that I think I should do. And the problem I have with black people is they're going to look at me and go, well, you're looking for a problem or you're an instigator or you're a troublemaker like they told Malcolm and Martin, not realizing that Breonna Taylor's, the uh, Aubrey's, the Bryants, the uh, Browns, you can sit in your apartment, you can call police for help, you can get into an accident, or you can go jogging, and they're still going to do the same thing to you. So when are we going to start defending ourselves? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, and I think that really goes to another fact, too, is with our community, we have this is a this is an interesting season in history because you we've got also a like a checks and balances happening within the black community people are questioning of course we've always had questions about black lives matter but now um i don't know if you heard or not but um tamir rice's mother already question called into question uh tamika mowry black lives matter um and then uh brianna taylor's own mother miss palmer she came out and also said that there were some problems and issues and um, brought to the surface how with a lot of what's really drawing our people slowly, I believe is going to draw our people slowly together, is that we're seeing that behind a lot of this tokenism, you know, happening within our community, the Tamika Maoris, the BLM, the founder of BLM, you know, spending $3 million on real estate, but yet she's a trained Marxist. We're seeing that every time from the point we left the shores of Africa to the, 
you know, moments that they came to the indigenous black tribes here and, you know, they started to enslave them as well. We've always had these in-between people that are always willing to take a back backseat deal and get the paycheck to sell their own community out, you know? And I know that's a whole nother conversation, but, you know, a, a lot of the thing that people are seeing is that it's gonna take entrepreneurship because we have to fund our own resources, fund our own basic hospitals and educational centers and resources, even community defense. You know, um, you know what? When you look at every ethnic group, they've got some kind of a muscle. And how's that muscle funded? That muscle's funded by all the surrounding businesses. Uh, Uncle Chan on the corner can have a problem with you know Mr. Wong on the corner in Chinatown, on the other corner in Chinatown. However, at the same time, they call the Yakuza in a minute if there's a problem. You that know, part. they call they call they call that the, the Irish. They the, yeah, the pubs may not. You Scottish, I'm Irish, but look, we got this thing. There's a British new restaurant on the corner. We got problems. They're, they're starting that stuff. They have their code, you know? And I think what we're starting to do is we're starting to see if we do not stand together, no one else is standing for us. There's a lot of people with Gen Z that are, you know, on the LGBTQ flight, you know? And they think that this is, oh, these are the good white people that know exactly what we're going through and everything like that. And there's no, nothing I have against the LGBTQ community. You know, there is an agenda that the United States has in globally against us through that community. I have nothing against them, but what, you know, Gen Zers are starting to find out as we millennials found out, they're just another plantation. You know, they're just literally um, over the summer, this last summer, watch their organizers. They will, what they do is they set up nonprofit organizations to do work on behalf of the black community, but they pocket the money and in pocketing the money, they go into the black community. They then have power to say what you do and don't get. They then have the power to say what the narrative is for your movement. So that's why I really do believe that uh, a time for changing the title of our movement is important because BLM, is attached strongly to that branding that they prefer. It is to me, I guess you could say historically, like a form of modern colonial branding. That's their colony. When you see that flat, that's like, that's the black folks that are coming and finding the little villages to bag people up and put them on the slave ships. Because I'm telling you when protest, yeah, yeah. And when protesters, um, when they got, listen, when protesters in Washington, D.C., let me tell you something. We've got over 80 different types of security forces, law enforcement in every government building in this city. So when the alarm goes off, you could get hit by CIA. You could get hit by Secret Service. You could get hit by Capitol Police. Uh, you could get hit by Park Police. Park Police are brutal. I mean, just several different, all these different kinds. And then the city police, you know, so they all swarm together. You could be talking about. Yes, yes, yes. They, they were all somehow off. That was another, that was another thing in this city. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, when they, uh, when they charged the Capitol, they were all suddenly off. But. Um, horses, every last one of them was missing. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing was is that the, anyone who does protests in this city knows is when a black person gets in trouble in this city, the whole game goes that they're actually prosecuted and held in jail while the white ones are let out. You know? So... Fool, he was sitting in the jail for... He's still sitting in jail, actually. Exactly. The one black guy. The one black guy. The guy with his, with his feet on the, the table got out. The motherfucker that f- put feces in the in college got out. They let them out? Oh, yes. You want to say something? You smiling. Nah, I'm... You smiling? Say something. Get yourself in trouble. Nah, not trouble. <laughs> this is number one, all right? And there's some real... I got to be me, so when a few curses may come out, shit like that, I don't mean no... Um, I didn't protest. I don't protest. I ain't got nothing against it. Um, and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be one of them people out there walking on the streets. Nope, I'm a hustler. Word the mother. Um, and I gave the protest a break. And I'm just saying I gave the protest a break. I know somebody went out and made 75,000 one day. One day at the protest. Word the mother, one day. And you know what? We the hustlers is at every protest oh, ready yeah. to get paid. Yeah. Now, yeah, preach, spend money with black business. Right. All right. That's our opportune moment to get money. No, that, I'm not mad. I at personally you. took off so that I wasn't there trying to get money on such a serious issue. No, I Honestly, appreciate that. I technically don't hustle at death. Prince, Michael Jackson. Um, I hustle Kobe. I tore Kobe ass up too. I hustle Kobe. I'm sorry. Damn, I'm sorry. I don't care about all that, B. I don't care about all that. I'm 44 years old. I don't come from the gotta say no homo era. I ain't I don't care about all that. What I'm trying to say is so I you didn't, so you know if you don't say no homo grandpa, you you dead. Nah, that's not the case. I'm not in the industry. I'm not in the industry. You in the industry. I was from Bulldogs. I'm just fucking with no, you. No, but you're in the industry. You have to. You're in the industry. You have to. You can't say what I just said. How are you going to tell me? I'm a, I'm a, You're in the industry. You behind the camera. You be bent over. Pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, track. You see now, like I'm saying? <laughs> now, what I was trying to say is some things seem like it has to be a, um, a fight to get our brothers, and I don't know this brother, so I'm not going to say him specifically, but um, some people... It seemed like I can't tell you I don't understand what you're talking about. He's talking about millennials, Gen Z. I don't understand none of that. Totally lost my focus when he went millennial, Gen Z. The communication um, level. And it's not that brother because he knows how to communicate things that other people understand. But there's nobody breaking that down to the people who don't understand that and bringing us up to that level. But in, in, in face of none, that's what I was talking to you about. When we were talking earlier, because I was talking to this brother about taking the information he has and put it into tutorials. And he was like, well, you know, it's been out before. And I said, no, in your own words, because he's a teacher. And I said, if you break it down for the dumbest person in the room, the smartest person will get it. So the problem I have, and like he just said, is when I do listen to, especially before my name got bigger on social media, but when I used to follow people that I really looked up to, I got so discouraged from what the message was, like he said, because they would be like, we are, we are, are uh, 
nation, the national people, the, the original this, and we're, we're this and we're that. And I'm like, I'm just black. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? And so it would go over my head. Even now, I would make a great point and say but something. You said, you said over your head. To me, that's a disrespect. Be fuck your over the head information then. No, and I get but that. But you understand no, what I'm I saying? Yes, I do. Well, I was mind. like that too. So stop so shooting what? over people's heads. Stop right. shooting two to the body. That's right. a great right. analogy. And that's yeah. where I think I'm trying to get you to understand why you're so important. I'll make sure I ain't cut them off. You did. Damn. The thing almost fell on my arm. Oh, hang on. Uh, let me try to reestablish connection. All right, I'm calling you right now. Hang on. Oh, no, no, we good. He, he, we just, like, right there now, we, we chopped. We're yeah, we good. I want to stay on this point. One of the, yeah. that's, that's the point of why I was telling you about what, taking that information you have mm-hmm. yeah. and, and teaching it to, so it doesn't go over our head. Because you got two people. He said it, but I, and I meant, and I, and I did it. I used to curse people out online. You ain't better than me. You ain't better than nobody. That's right. why I got more people listening to me than you do. Because you think you know better than me. You talking to me like I'm a dummy. And I'm very intelligent. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's like, the point is, and this is what I think me and you were talking about, where I had to learn, is it about being right? Or is it about our people getting the message? Yeah. yeah so many exactly. people want to be right. Exactly. I know better than you. I'm right. So what? And as, and as a history... And as a history major, I hate when other, you know, scholars, historians, archaeologists, people who have read a lot, they make it an argument in this culture, this kind of Greco-Roman culture thing where they always debated in Greece and Rome. And, you know, we kind of pick this thing up, but it's like, for me, it's it's all about, does do my people get it? And is it something that we can take with us, a role, and understand each other? And it's like, it's got to be, and I think what, because it's like, as a history major, I love talking about history, but the one thing that my favorite history teacher told me is that you can read all you want about history and love it, but just know you're not going back there. Mm. And, and it's it's like, so the conversation needs to be oh, more of... One more yeah. time, somebody missed it. My, my, my history teacher always told me, one of my favorite history teachers always told me, he said, you know, you can read all you want about history and love it, but just know you're not going back there. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is like, I cherish the, the history of indigenous Americans that are black and black folks in the Caribbean and Africa and everywhere in the world, but we are here right now. And when you look at civilizations and people groups in every era, they didn't ask where their mama and daddy came from. They remember that, you know, they they put that necklace on their neck and remembered it a little bit, remember granny and all those things, but they don't want us to look in the past. They want us to create the future. And so I I think that we have to have a sense of, let us define who we are as a people, you know? If we don't want to call it African-American, we don't have to call it African-American. You know, there's there's times in history where black folks have been around each other. and We became several different ethnic groups, you know, just because, you know, that's how we wanted to mix it. But I think where we are now is that we're beginning to develop a vision when I'm looking at what's happening online to different businesses and social media platforms such as yourself um, and the other gentlemen building businesses. That's the commerce that's going to build the future. And that's where a lot of these, you know, younger people, you know, the Gen Z 
pre, you know, the teens and the in the um, early twenty people in their early twenties, they come to intermediaries, you know, and kind of like myself that can, you know, I'm I'm thirty, I'm thirty two, you know what I'm saying, and they can kind of understand me as that bridge point, you know, and I can kind of translate to the old, you know, older, you know, um, brothers and brothers and sisters, and you know, kind of translate to the younger brothers and sisters. They are, you'd be surprised how they need the instruction and wisdom from their elders. I mean, I always say that it's like one, one word from a 45 year old man will have all the young black men at a, at not, not just a protest, but any meeting that are dedicated and are out there and putting themselves out there, they'll have them standing at attention. You know, when they speak in that, in that spirit of, I want you to learn and I'm here to guide you. I'm not here to baby you. I'm here to guide you and protect you with my wisdom and insight. You know, they they take on to it like like a fat kid to cookies, you know? Um, Space, question. Yeah. Yes. I'm, you got to start this thing. I just thought about this because and I'm being serious. I'm listening to all of this. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like the narrative that it's white people black people that's what he interested in or if not him that's what other people is interested in i got many many people of other races that's oh, no. not good friends. oh no they, no that, you hear what i'm saying because i'm just telling you not having the information that y'all have every day and being part of that and make it feel like it's me against you or us against them just start a list a black list of bad white people. Mm -hmm. Bird yeah. the mother, just start a nice list and let that shit be two billion names long and let them white people have to do everything they got to do to get off that list. If that's what it is, they're going to come off. But as yeah. I'm saying, it almost make me scared to say I got white friends and I'm sitting right next to you. And it's so, no disrespect so, so, to no so, one or nothing. Okay, you know what? I'll say this. But there's a, it's good. To, it's good to hear that. that there's narrative. a white dude hitting me right now on my phone. I told my brother I'm doing a podcast. He hit me. Word, kill it, brother. So here's the problem that I have with people who say what you say. And 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 it, and it, and, it, and no matter how many times you tell people this, it's a narrative that people like to hold on to. No one's telling you to hate white people. But while you call him your friend, he is actively doing nothing to protect your life, your brother's life, or my life. He'll love you to death. He'll tell you to kill a podcast. He'll like you. But what's common with 90, 99% of every white person that I can tell you I've been with, and you can talk to black people if they want to be honest. The minute you talk about pro-blackness that doesn't have anything to do with them or criminalizes them, they're quick to tell you, I'm not like that. And here's the problem. When I talk to a woman who's been raped, and she tells me about her pain, I don't need to tell her I'm not like that because I, I already know that. My part, what I do, is try to make her feel safe because I know that as a man, even though I'm not that person, as a man, I'm triggering to her. White people have a hard problem doing that. I'm not lost for none of that. I'm not lost for none of that, and I don't get lost in that narrative, and I'm just being honest, okay? There's, come on, man, how many motherfuckers go, got to go to work and work for that white person? If my largest contract printing shirts was from a white person, I'm going to take the contract. No, I'm not saying not to. I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to take it because it's money or because it's a white person. I'm going to evaluate that shit just like I evaluate. But that there's, shit there else. you go. If you make, you make that point, 
you miss what I just told you. I think I think if I may interject, then that shit gets missing. Y'all motherfuckers make people feel stupid who don't catch that fucking point. But you, everybody's not ready. Hold on. I'm not you mad at get, no. But you are. You're Everybody's very not ready. But you can't get mad if you're not listening or yeah, if, no. If, if I can, if I can, to be told, some motherfuckers got to hear shit 15 times. Some people are dyslexic. No, some people don't understand what that, other people. Guess what? You're very passionate. Way Some people on. have. You're way more passionate than you've been the whole time, right? Because it does affect you. What I just said affected you. It only affects to make by our example and our interaction for other people to learn from is that I'm not loud. I'm not judging you. What you're feeling is your own feelings about what I'm saying. And you also, if you want, and again, listen to what I'm saying, only if you want to change, have to also be patient in what you're learning. And There's what I'm a teaching. lot that I don't agree with, number one, which I, that don't matter because that's how some people handle themselves. If okay? I may. Motherfucks only white girls. Word. Hmm? Uh, yeah, but let him finish. My brother's. Oh, okay. oh no, no, I'm sorry, good brother. My brother's only interaction is white girls, but I'm not looking to get into that debate. Like I know, and I can't say right from wrong. That's how that brother live his life. You understand? And and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change it. Like damn, so if something happens to the black people, is my brother not gonna stand up for black people or? It's but who said like that? that. Narrative? No, um, listen, it sounds like that. And if you don't understand that, I'm just showing you, you from the outside yeah, looking in how some of your narrative, not yours, but how some it's of also the, the perception of the Okay, person. it's a perception. That doesn't and I'm, make it justified. Too. Opinion is justified if it's somebody's. And I'm just showing you. I'm just showing you how yeah, other yeah. people may take it. Cool. Okay. Go ahead, brother. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, how. How you're feeling, uh, how how he's feeling is absolutely valid because what we've got in this country, we got a culture that puts pressure on anybody who tries to unify anything, um, and it, we're ironically called the United States. And I mean, let me just say that in the protests, my main function by my own elders in this com community was to create a bridge with allies. Because me, I, you know, when I grew up, I grew up first of all in a in a, in a church with a white pastor. You know, now my experiences, I believe it was in the era of Obama, about 2007. Long story short, my pastor got very racist because suddenly there was a black president, and he started changing things. Now, that doesn't that man does not account for all the good people that I know who are of other diasporas, other ethnic groups, everything like that, that doesn't account for any of them. And the thing that I, how I look at it is that when we have a conflict, you know, on the basis of what this country is going through, it, 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 it doesn't mean that the whole group is bad. You know, it is an ideology that that group may actually take to, you know, that being white supremacy, that may be beneficial to them if they so ever you know pick it up and use it it's like a card in the back of their pocket that they can always use or something they can subscribe to you know and we you know being people who by epigenetics were were just 
we're often kind of tense because we don't know if they're going to use it one day or not. You know, we just don't know. We're like, hey, he could be my friend now and, you know, totally go, hey, you know, at a Nazi convention. Not saying Nazi, but, you know, he could, you know, kind of snub me in the midst of all his other white friends or Hispanic friends or Asian friends. It, it could happen. And we always have that at the back of our minds that, you know, this, this skin may out me at any second, but as long as they're being kind or respectful or nice, you know, we'll take it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's just the the growth period that we've got to go as black people are kind of once again, we're gaining our humanity in this country. That's one of the main things is that we we feel that we need to excuse ourselves for having a diversity of friends. Asian people don't have to do that. White people don't have to do that. Latino people don't have to do that. Well, higher in the racial caste system, you know. But, no, but let's keep it 100. Yeah. There's never a time you hear an Asian person sound like Kevin. Which yeah. you never sit here yeah. and defend the fact that they have to have white friends to their Asian family. I listen, I'll definitely say Asians think that they're white adjacent. I'm not even talking about that, but go ahead. But yeah, that yeah, see, that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but I'm not, not talking about not to have to defend to their family. They yeah. got a white friend, but I do know. I do know a few close Asians that there's some other Asian factions that they can't bring home. Yes, mm -hmm. but that's within Asian factions. Mm -hmm. But Asians are so proud with who they are, they don't have to defend or even want a white friend. When they're in the Asian home, it's all about Asians. It's everything about Asians. And they don't care about black people, white people, anything. They know they have a parallel with white people, as in they won't be oppressed, they'll be doing the oppressive. But they also know that in their household, it's that Muslims, same thing. Indians, same thing. White people and black people are the only people who really, well, white people live on everybody else's neck and black people live our lives making white people happy. That's the problem I have. And I can be the bad guy on this show, but that's okay. Uh -oh. I just wish that black people could understand, I don't give a fuck if you have a white friend. I don't give a fuck if you do business with white people. That's great. How much are you doing for your people, though? You see and, what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing. I'm telling you that you need to unify with your people that you feel like it's telling. I'm telling you that you hate white people. Right. Sometimes and, you got to come with a disclaimer. It's I, not it shouldn't that, have to, though. No, in but, my opinion, look, in my opinion, yeah. I shouldn't have to tell you that being pro-black means that you don't hate white people. Look who's being loud now. Yes, because now I'm passionate. Okay, so and, but I, unlike you, I unlike you. I can admit that. that. That's the biggest driving force of why we keep dying. We want to make white people feel good. And I say this because my page is open and what I do is open and I have white clients. If you don't like the fact that you're not the center of fucking attention in my life and that I am fighting for black people, don't do fucking business with me. Don't be my fucking friend. I've lost a lot of so-called white people who don't fuck with me no more. And it's sad to say 90% of those people showed their racist card when Trump came in office. And I'll be honest with you, there. You can't have a friend if you, it, it, it's, it's almost like you can't have a friend. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know how to explain it. Just as hard as. So you, you don't know say, Shannon? Who's Shannon? The white girl whose daughter is my daughter's best friend? Mm -mm. With Jordan? With the, the leaks? Nah, I never met them. White girl. White nah, friend. I never met them. My best friend from childhood is Kenny. He's a white guy. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not challenging any of that. 
no, one thing I like. Said it's like you can't have a white friend, and I'm telling you. No, not you. I didn't mean you. No, no, no. I didn't say you said, but I'm showing myself as an example that I have white people in my life who understand where I stand, allow me to have my voice. Not even allow, that's the wrong choice of words. Know I have my voice, still interact with me, still do business with me, and I'm telling you, the only person that has that problem when, in my opinion, when I hear a statement like that, is you, not the white people in your life. I don't got all the right answers, number one. No, but that's what I got. Here. Hold up. I don't you got all the right answers, number one. Number one, voice. number one, I'm gonna shout my man. I, I got more than a few white, and I'm saying this, and I'm saying this, and I hope you see this. If something happened to me right now, a couple of my white friends is coming to get me. Just like yeah. a couple of my black friends is coming to get me. Yeah. My the shit that's going on, I don't got no strife or clash with any of my white friends. So none of my white friends, hold on, no, no, listen to me. None of my white friends, and I'm not saying none of them, because maybe a few of them, not that I know, but anyone's, and I'm I'm gonna go for the past 20 something years, I hustle every day, you understand? I hustle every day, be run from police, jump fences, all that shit. I do it with white guys, okay? Just because I hustle with them don't mean they're the same as me. But my culture, since I was 17 years old, there are a few white guys that live this life with me, that go through everything it is that I go through, that are willing to help me out like I'm willing to help you out. You know what I'm saying? So there you're are, saying those people would die for you? Goddamn right. I, I hope think there's a... There's a... Listen, there's a good quote. Not, it's been tested, not death, not death, but you got them right. I've had problems yeah, with yeah. a mob of people. And that one white man, Dave, and I'm going to say his name, Dave Russ, you can look him up. That one white man stood in the trenches with me and told the man straight up, I'm, dude, I'm going to knock your fucking block off if you say another word to my friend. And that was another white man. And that and was I the think, at that. And I think, too, is. Hand on my heart. I have I've had experiences where, you know, at the protest, I had Homeland Security pull up right behind my car and, you know, they were just sitting there. They were just sitting there watching me, you know, clocking me for about good five hours. White ally friend basically asked me for ID and everything. Can I see ID and everything? And he was point looking at me. My white ally friend came in and he just he just offered his. I said, he said, here, I'll give mine. He doesn't need to give his. And so he stepped in and made sure I didn't get profiled that day. Also, um, July 4th, last year, I had an ally um, that witnessed, you know, <laughs> of all places, Freedom Plaza in Washington, D.C., right on Pennsylvania Avenue, about a few blocks away from the Capitol building. Allies sat with me in one of the most racist moments of my life where police literally ripped my bags off and everything. This was like fireworks still going on in the background now and threw me to the ground. And I mean, was profiling me and everything like that and threatened to tase me, you know? So they're, they're definite. I think the the wisdom that we gain from history and the wisdom that we can gain from just living the realities we live is that friends can be made while empires are still at war, you know? I said this to both of y'all. You know? Yeah. Think about how detrimental it is to our people that the both of you just spent 20 minutes to praise white people and tell them how good they are as I'm telling you that we should be talking about being more pro-black. That's the mental mental um, Stockholm Syndrome that we have, that we feel that we have to, to let them know how great they are. Let them know how much we love them. 
if we want them to be our friends, mm-hmm. if we want them to feel by our side. And I'm not doing that. I cannot judge either one of you. And I'm not going to say I don't have good white people in my life. I had a white guy who I, I consider a very good friend of mine. His name is Nick, who if it wasn't for him, I probably would have died from COVID. You know what I'm saying? Because he used his white privilege and are you not just praising the white guy that you Hold just on, I'm said? Not finished. No, I'm but not you finished. just told me and the man no, 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 that finished. we just spent 20 minutes praising finished. white people and you praising white ass Nick the Dick. Here's the here's the difference is I let you finish your statement to see if your statement would have anything added to it, and it didn't. And every Yo. time I try to talk, you cut me off. So let we me finish my statement. Say it, say so, it. So, yes, I know black white people just like both of you do. But if you guys didn't bring this up, I would have never brought Nick up. If I didn't need to show a parallel behind the fact that I was going to do a whole show without having to kiss Nick's dick or kiss anybody's dick or tell white people how great they were, but I made an example showing you that I know the same type of people you do and did not feel the need to praise them to let them know that I don't hate them. So lead by example instead of making me and this motherfucker, excuse me, instead of making me and this fucking man feel less... Because we didn't see the shit the way you seen it. Lead by example and show us, bro. I did. I did. You did not. We didn't take it like that. I mean, because to me, I didn't. I literally, I didn't see it. I'm seeing it. So how am I making them look like shit when they just sat here both and just tried to tell me how there's great white people that made me feel bad, but I'm the bad guy? Please tell me. You ain't got to be the bad guy. Come from the outside and tell us how that makes sense, what Kevin just said. Casey. I'm talking to you. I need an outside person who's been watching. I know. Tell me how that, like, am am I, is the fact you don't think it makes sense. sense. That's That's the demeaning thing right there. What was the question? (laughs) So he's telling me that I made the both of them feel small and that I should lead by example. What example am I supposed to lead by when the both of them just sat here and took 20 minutes to praise white people on Black Voices Uncensored? I don't think, I, I mean, to me, I don't, I don't think that it's necessarily worse me. Cause to me, it's like, I, I don't believe in pampering them. I believe in being real with, with white people about their shit. I'm the kind of person, if you fuck with my people, I'll be straight dead honest with you. You know, I'll be straight dead honest with you. Now, if you do my people right, understand that's not going to be a collective bonus for all white people to get their ass kissed. You know, this question. Did you not feel that you had to make to, to, to say that there were good white people? And if you don't feel that way, why did you do it? Well, I think I did that for the sake of relating to another brother. I can understand where he's coming from, but that's where I, I, I made that quoting statement. Empires can be at war, though we can have personal experiences that may be positive that doesn't mean that the structure isn't still supporting those white people that we know that doesn't mean that the you know mean so am i not wrong in saying that what you just said is saying and tell me if i'm wrong that just because there's white supremacy and racism doesn't mean there's not good white people no 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 that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that we may have good experiences so there's a separation between good experiences with a person. And I mean, if they could be giving me good behavior, but you know, by my age, I know one thing I could have a good friend for about 10 years. And then on the 11th year, they could fuck up and and, and just totally turn tail. 
So for yes. me, it's day to day to day to day to day. It's it, you know, it's it's one of those things that I, I have to see what they do today. I have to see what my own people do today. It's so it's like up until a certain point, my experiences with them, with these few people, may be good. I don't know what they're gonna turn tail and do. So my trust wouldn't be in them. It would be in okay. You treat me all right. I'm 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 gonna give you my ear for a second. You don't have you don't have my undivided attention. You got my ear for a second. What is it you want to talk about? If you want to talk with me, reasonable. So that's the thing where I think we can come and be balanced and say, yeah, I have good experiences, but that doesn't mean I'm kissing their ass all day. You know, the empires are still at war. You know, it's it's like yeah. I feel like where the misunderstanding came in was, um, Kevin, your idea of or your your interpretation that pro-black means anti-white, when that's not exactly that's not what he was saying. But from someone that's in that world all the time, that's always something that he has to make sure people understand. So that's not so with you, you're not hearing that all the time. What you're hearing is what he's saying without like sometimes you gotta give a disclaimer, you know, unfortunately, because people that are not in that world. You know, they're coming in with a fresh with a fresh mindset, not with the mindset that Remy, you might have after, you know, saying this over and over again, because it gets it gets for you. It gets tiring having to explain it to the because like you're explaining it to different people every freaking hour, you know, in comment sections or whatever. But for him, it's it's fresh to him, you know, so where so whereas you're speaking on, you know, uh, being pro black. He's he's saying no. I know plenty of great white guys, and now it's like automatically the defense. You know, what I'm saying like I'm going to defend my folks who have supported me. You know, for 20 years, I'm gonna I'm uh I'm I'm gonna support my defend my my folks that I know will ride or die with me who are not black. You know, but it's it's not necessarily him saying that to be pro black you have to be anti white. I think that's where the misunderstanding came in. And that's why I said the words disclaimer. Because I'm saying to the person who's, as you just enlightened me, whose ears are not hearing this every day, which is a lot of people, it puts them, it makes them feel like they on the other side of the board because I'm not as as you, whoever you is. Um, I don't follow too much of the movements, but it seems like everybody flipping out on my son now. The brother said he want to get paid for his work or he gets paid for what he do. Um, or I, I watched that part. He said, he said, do you not expect me to get paid? Or he didn't say that quote unquote, but he explained in some type of way he gets a check word. And there was many people attacking the brother saying, where you get your check from? Who you get your check from? We get his check from George Soros. I don't know who George Soros is personally. I know that everybody who tells his name says that he's like the devil, says that he funds a, a, a anarchy. He funds all sides. Okay. Now, genocide. he's funding, who is it, the Tamika lady that y'all spoke of? Mm -hmm. He's funding uh, 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 my son. It seems that they've been absent in a lot of these situations that have been going on. They were present for some things, I guess the things they got paid so, for. So here's the problem. The problem is, is not that you're getting money. Is The problem is you're getting money and it's not helping your people. It's only helping you as an individual. I happen to, and I, 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 fuck it if it goes anywhere. 
I happen to remember my son. I'm from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. That's right. somebody that shook hands with. Right. I think the brother went to jail for robbing calves, his right. own type of people, our type of people. My next door neighbor, knock, knock, knock. The Dominican man next right. door right. got a $2,000 radio in his trunk. And we're going to stick that man up for that radio right. and go now. And I'm saying this. I got an uncle who I look up to, right? And my uncle's mantra used to be, yo, how you going to tell me about something when you doing wrong yourself? Okay. Now I don't see it to be like that. All right. I happen to believe or listen to some of the outside, outside in banter sometimes because mm -hmm. it gives me a look on whatever it is I might be in. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it involves me. Right. If it involves what I do for a living, my gun handling what does that skills. What does Mike do though? Say that again. What does that have to do with him though? I'm trying to figure that out. Because you brought up him robbing cabs. I'm like, what is that? About? Uh, what I'm trying to say is, he's gonna take what he takes from wherever he got it from back then. Am I to now think that he can't be a good guy because he was bad back then? But that's the, but that's what I'm saying, you missed the point again. No, that, uh, he's a good guy from what I could see. I don't know too much about, you know, the circle. Probably. I'm looking and I'm like, damn, man, the brother's going, going to fight. You know, the brother's up there. A lot of people praising him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but then I finally just seen something where it seemed like it was the brothers that was praising him was knocking him because he was collecting some money for doing what it was that he was doing, you know? And the the way it looked to me for sure was like, I didn't think about that. Could this Tamika girl be getting paid for this? Could this brother be getting paid for this? And now I'm hearing people like how the brother just say, yo, I don't know if you heard Tamika Malley buying $3 million in real estate. I was just like in my brain, like, oh shit. But I know that yeah. a lot of in their activism. I know that there's somebody how, you know, and just how we talking, I'm just was going to say a white guy who's willing to, you know, get into the middle of what's going on by giving them that check and telling them to go shop for you a house. I know you need to live well, outside the, the hood. Problem. That's the problem. Him doing that is the equivalent of him robbing his neighbor. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, and so with the two questions you asked that don't parallel to what you just said is, am I to believe that because he did wrong in the past that he can't do good in the future? That's one. Yes. But the problem is, is, if he's still doing the same type of action in the future, then he never changed. So check this out. I don't know if you ever heard me say this. Things change. People don't. But that's not true. Let me explain why to you. Because, and he knows he robbing. He, he robbing now, he just like he was robbing hold then. On, hold on. You know me the longest, right? Yeah. What I used to do? Smack the shit out of motherfuckers. What I used to also do is do Rob sell motherfuckers. drugs. Sell drugs. Yeah. I don't do any of that right now. Okay. And I've been offered money when I had bigger platforms and when I was doing things. I purposely never took the money because I knew what I was standing on on my feet. Right now. So it's a choice you make. And during that choice, it didn't make you a different person. Something in your life changed. Career got older. Um, your wife came into your life. But the point is, is that all those things happen to every one of us and we have to make a choice. Yeah. He still chose to be the same crooked motherfucker. I chose not to be. Yes. I lost. Was I not homeless? You chose not to act was out I the not same homeless, way. Though. Yeah, but you chose not to be. So what that. I'm trying to say to you is that a man can change. In my perception, because we've always had this conversation. You may not think he can. I think he can. I think any man or woman can change if they want to. My problem, excuse me, with so many black people that face a nonsense early is we have too many people that jump ship when shit gets hard. Yeah. And they take yeah. those checks from the sorrows, knowing that. Here's the thing is the, the problem. Crystal made a joke to me the other day. Had a bad dream. I said, babe, I had a bad dream. And guess what happened? In my
She said, I said, babe, I slept with a white woman. She goes, that's okay, because if you did that, the first thing I'm doing, I'm going on social media and telling everybody. Okay. You see the difference? Because everybody knows me, knows what I do. So if I slept with a black, a white woman, I'm playing myself to the point where everybody deserves to know I'm playing myself. I think, so, I think now, 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 you got, I, no, 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 no. You, here's you need the difference. Hold on, you got white bay agenda playing on yes. your thing. I yes, it makes it look like you're knocking that. Here's my thing about it, and I tell this because I've had. I wish you could call. I wish I could call him right now to tell him to call. I've had white black brothers come to me who are pro black. Who are like I'm ready to leave my white wife. Don't you do that? Because you fell in love with somebody that took care of you, decided to be there for you. I'm gonna tell you, you're playing Russian roulette. And see the problem with people. And I'm hate to do this to you, like you. I'm gonna read y'all something real quick. Because if you only take what you want to hear, then you don't hear the truth. And I'm gonna say that again. If you only take what you want to hear, then you don't hear the truth. What does it say? White Bay agenda. White Bay. Why play Russian roulette with your life? Are you thinking about the effects it will have on you or your children? History and current events show that when it is good, it's good. But as soon as it goes bad, you as the black person will always lose. I didn't tell anybody that. All I'm, I'm saying to you, and listen to it, if you listen to it. Brother, it's not me. See how you just put it on me? People like you? I'm you offended. Hold on, listen. I'm offended at that personally. You just said listen that to, to me. me. I'm telling you, I'm offended at that personally, but that don't really matter. I'm just telling you, Remy, what it looked Did you, like. You just pointed I, at me and said, I you just was telling you what the narrative that you call it looks like. It looks like you shun a black man who got himself a white woman. That it looks like, and I stated that look. I just said it looks like, brother. I said, you got white Please, bay agenda. Please go back. Listen, uh, go back I think that the, some the people, thing is, is like, I think brothers like white pussy. All right, there's three things sex, money, and drugs. A lot of motherfuckers don't do anything I think that in drugs. I think, Color, like, your family affiliation gonna matter, and who you are in life is not gonna I think matter. That, sex, money, and drugs comes up for a lot of people. I think what the, the problem that the, the problem that I really see. The problem that I really see is in our community. It's not who you're sleeping with. It's the fact that, pardon the term, but some brothers may get pussy whipped by the snow bunny. That's that's the problem. And women getting dick lashed, and you know, but and it, the problem is, is that okay? They got white bay, but then they go from being totally for their community, totally serving their community, to flipping and becoming like a Candace Owens, and now. Oh, well, you know, black on black crime, and that's why I'm not donating to this, and I'm not giving that. Or they start pumping the brakes on their own community. Or it's also the narrative that some brothers, we brothers do it, and sisters do it too. There's this conflict of once they get a white bay, they start turn, turning trash and start talking about black men. Black men ain't this, and we say black women ain't that because they got this other person. And that historically weaponizes every every site of a relationship that you know they could yeah like, like you said Remy they could they could there could be people that you know 
that are already in a relationship. It is genuine. She's taking care of him. She was with him when he was in the gutter or what have you. But in our subconscious, what's implanted is all the social environment that we have going on right now with saying, because this person is, you know, you know, that means I ain't shit and I'm in comparison. When the white man steps in the room, every black woman is looking like, ooh, what is he wearing? What's his watch? What's his shoes? What's his shirt? And then compares subconsciously every black man in the room to him and what he says. And I've watched it on pro in protests. They go snow punny chasing, you know? And then all of a sudden, I literally have seen white women disrespecting black women in the protest and as a slightly older person, I call it out. I'm like, no, you don't you get the white snow bunny out. And they're like, no, no, man. I'm trying to get with that. I'm trying to hit that. I'm trying to get these snow bunnies. You're messing up our situations. And I'm just like, I'm like, are you serious right now? And then I have to try and say to these younger sisters, it's like, no, there's some good brothers out there. Well, look, he's going for the snow bunnies and vice versa with, you know, the way black women act towards, you know, bringing in their biracial baby and saying, well, you know, uh, you know, my baby father, I was trying to work everything out, but let that baby father be black. She going to try and get him in prison. And it, it, there's just different cases that I've heard so many times, young brothers getting thrown under the bus, but let it be white bay, you know? So, so, okay. So we yeah. really, we really got, I know our- we kind of derailed. <laughs> it's a, it's another subject, but yeah. The day, oh no, no, because I got <laughs> and I can't let this go. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna get in these guns. No, because he said something. Y'all could use me as example. That means you be born in white women. Oh yeah, KC likes the oh. flavor. Let's see. I I don't discriminate. Oh, so okay. the no, thing no, with I me. So the, trying to make it sound like you so yeah. Indians and all that. You right, right, right. So you know, the, but no. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but we've already. I don't want to seem like I'm opposing him. No, I'm but I'm just letting you know he does. That's why he said it like that. He's a hoe. He okay. fucks some everybody. Okay, it's uh, like so, Pokemon for him. Playing on the show. He's a hoe. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is no. Look, I gotta keep it real. No, I gotta keep it real. I'm only here entertaining such because once again, you my brother on another level. You understand? Anything you got to say about this, I have to respect because I know who you are in my but life. why I love you too and why we're doing this and why Face is here, it's not about us agreeing. I need strong, and this is one thing I want to say real quick before we go further. The reason why we do this Black Voices Uncensored and the why, reason why these brothers are on for people who are watching is the conversation, the reality, the realness, the transparency you're seeing right now, we don't see enough in our community. There is yeah. somebody out there who's going to watch this that associates with Ke- with uh, Kevin. There's somebody out there that associates with Faith, and there's somebody out there that associates with me. And I'm going to use myself as an example. The person that thinks like me has a brother, a sister, a cousin that feels like Kevin, and they don't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's they need to. Because true. this is what's important. If we can't talk without hating each other, Come on, bro. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, and so go ahead. So just conscious, the conscious push. Yeah. All right. The conscious push. Since seeing your growth, doing what you do, I'm more conscious in black things. Right. Period. Yes, period. indeed. Yeah. I did have emotion involved in such because once again, 
if you say it, I'm with it. Right. All right. There's never been, there's been things that affect my life that you've taken care of when I'm not there. And the same thing, vice versa. Right. So just like, yeah, I said, I got some white friends who's coming to get me. And I said, oh yeah, same as my black friends. I don't even need you to come get me. Because if that's their job to come get me, I know you're going to handle some other things for me right. and help me out. Like you've called me before and said, yo, Kevin, I need you to X, Y, Z for my right, family, right, right, my right. wife, my, you know what I mean? It does make me feel more comfortable listening to Face a Nun. You understand? Because I'm, I'm tuning in without an earpiece to hear what he's saying. That's how loud it is what he's saying, his message. Yeah, real You know talk. what I mean? It is. I'm happy he came um, I understand a lot more. It don't. I think a, a different word should be made, not protest. Because just protest makes it sound like whatever that white narrative is they give yeah, us. Yeah, word you know of you're right. I agree with um, you. And, and I'm going to be a little more active because now I'm listening to the brother saying I'm in the trenches. And I know this a regular brother who gave you his time like I gave you his time. Because he gave me his time because I gave him my time. We in that, that yeah. triangle. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that disclaimer that I was talking about, it should really be no matter what you did if you black you could always come with us that's right, that's right. yeah i like that but yeah, yeah. You and, and, and 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 what i want people to understand and why i ask these brothers and brothers like this i'm sorry my mic fell i'm not just filling up on myself the reason why i always try to keep black men like this around and i wish i had some more sisters just so y'all ladies don't i don't have any if you want to come on the show please do but i not that freckle face girl I wouldn't debate with her no more. You used to have a, a real blah, blah, blah friend, whoever she was. We're not going to say your friend. I'm just going to say she was your friend. But she had all the freckles on her face and she want to fight about stuff. Word, you can't even call her cute. I don't know who that is. Please you know what I'm talking about? Please, please no. don't have no dusty shea butters on here. Please no dusty shea butters. Freckle face girl, girl from, from when you first started. Word the mother. Oh my gosh. And then she be twirling around on the pole, showing oh, the pussy and all oh that. My God. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> Just you Let's, can't have her. No, okay. I too. Anyway, moving on. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I, moving on. Brother, one of the things. <laughs> <laughs> Not her, yo. <laughs> When we get off, I'm going to tell you face of who he's talking about. <laughs> anyway, the whole reason why I do this, I truly believe if black men can figure out how to communicate, we can save our people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. a lot of why I say what I say is because a lot of people do take my message wrong sometimes. And the only way to truly teach is to, I have to now figure out, like, honestly, what I'm going to take from today, and we're not even done. Is I need to figure out or change and stop using captions and figure out how to change the caption so I don't lose a brother who is sleeping with a white woman who may want to fight for his people. You understand? I don't want to alienate anybody who's black who wants to find their blackness. I'm not that type of brother. There are conscious people out there who like who very are, fuck you, you 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 went over to the devil, you can never come back. I'm not that person. My person, my person is. I feel like many of our people have been brainwashed for so many years, they have no self-love. And I would rather you drive down the street and give the same pass that you give to a white person to your brother instead of you pulling your brother out of the car or shooting at your brother. I would rather you 
look at a black man who stepped on your shoe the same way you look at a white man who stepped on your shoe who you let continue to walk down the street instead of shooting your brother that's my point that i need black people to understand in my mind it's black first and everybody else second. And white people were strong creating whoever the fuck hey buddy was word of mother <laughs> hey buddy whoever the fuck hey buddy is they were strong creating that because that's the motherfucker you let pass you after you step on your sneaker because yeah. you feel like you and you yo, you be wearing the africas too yeah. i wouldn't step on the africas you know what i'm saying words of mother i wouldn't step on the africas so you know I understand what you're saying, um, and it, it was it was gratifying to hear you say that little piece, you know, you about your about your narrative or your yeah. because I um I had reached out. We had talked about my son for a minute, right? And just me being a t-shirt motherfucker, and my son wasn't my man, but we knew each other. And I had reached out. Yo, got the printing company. You know what I'm saying? Holler back. He doesn't know the stuff that he be wearing. I be printing. It just comes through somebody else, right? You know what I'm saying? I tried to help him out. Now, or not, I tried to help him out. Let me not say that. I reached out to the brother. You know what I'm saying? And he never responded. You know, he never responded. And I thought about it right now because for you in my life, there is the guy that I see on social media and then the guy I could come to his house unannounced. You understand what I'm saying? It's, that's two different people for me. That's one person for you. Right. But that's two different people for me. And that just kind of sort of merged a little bit. You know what I'm saying? What you saying... You heard me, the person in the comments. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like that, you know? No, and I, um, I know that that's where a lot of stuff get lost. You know? And that's, and that's, a, that's a strong point. Uh, that's a strong point, too, because um, it's I've always said to a lot of the people that I, I train up with activism, you know, um, it, there is no community without a common unity. You know, I think um, a lot of what we do is we, we build economically our spaces and cosmetically our spaces, get the paint color right, the, the, the dress right, the shoes right. But without, I mean, when I see, when I'm seen and faced off with Proud Boys, neo-Nazis, Klansmen, the one thing I can say about every other ethnic group, and we're forming it, the hope is there. They've got a love for their people and themselves. Yep. They've got like, when they say Heil Hitler, when they say, you know, Sig Heil, you know, when they say their thing, they are, they almost get tears in their eyes for their culture, where they're from and where they're going, you know? And the thing is for our people, um, we, I believe we're forming that as we're, building our businesses as we're, you know, learning to form, you know, militia groups or whatever we need to do to defend our spaces, to defend ourselves. We don't do so out of malice and hate and trying to come for the other guy. We're doing for the love of our family that's sitting at home so that your child can walk home safely down the street so that we can control the spaces of that which is most precious to us. It's not the money in the bank. It's not the gold watches we wear. You can take that, but leave our sons, our daughters, our nieces, our nephew, our grandpa, our grandma, mother, father, what have you. That's what we're fighting for. And I think once we get that center of love of self and love of our community and our people and our history and that we will make it to that promised land that we always talk about, 
we are not on a journey to the promised land. We're going to build our promised land. It, it's going to be built brick by brick, and it's going to take time. It's not going to be built in a day. But we can do that, you know, and we can call it, name it, whatever the hell we want to, and invite whoever the hell we want to, and kick whoever the hell we want to out, you know. So that's, I think that's the that's the thing is having a love of self and having a love for our people, and letting that be the basis of the conversation. What instead of debating, what can we build together in this conversation being a problem solving and then ending with solution. And I see that evolution coming about as people get sick and tired of, you know, having, you know, uh, the racial caste system bearing down on our neck, so to speak. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Brother, yeah. I want to know about, um, I want to know about that, that thing he was saying with all of the black books and knowledge. Oh, Black Pantheon. Pantheon. It was a Black yes. Pantheon, which I don't know yeah. what a Pantheon is, but... Uh, yeah. Without you having to tell me the whole thing, where can I find it? Or is there somewhere I can find it? Is I will send the link to you. I will definitely send the link to you. Um, it's a, it's a, it's now on a Google Drive. Um, I'm now growing it. Um, it's got various resources, everything you need to know about European history. I'm doing an Asian history um, uh, segment. And there's an African history segment. There's going to be an... Do you do the research for it? Yes. Um, I do the all of the black people who made guns. Um, I can. I'm definitely. That's something that we can. We can the definitely black do. And the guns inside the thing, please. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's like that's. But you realize in history, we never hear about the black people who fought back. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And there's dozens of. You there's, go talk to a child and ask them about world history, or history at all, all the way up through college, only slaughtered. You never hear about us fighting back. I'll give you the simplest one you want to test out with a kid. Go ask a kid who the Deacons of Defense was. I don't know who that is. Tell me, please. Those were brothers who were in a church. That's why I say you don't hear it. Because black people in churches don't even talk about it. Who armed up and went against the white racists in the city and the police and were armed long before the Black Panthers did it. Mm. Yep. yep. Deacons the of Defense. Deacons of Defense. Because, give me another one. Give you another one. Um, the Canadian Church. The Canadian Church. When you look up their history, that history is also um, placed in the Black Pantheon. Um, that history is rich as well because you have there. If it weren't for a lot of their their story is just amazing because if it weren't for their fight and their success in Canada, it would be hard for us to have a bridge point here in the United States to do what we did. And it's something because here in the United States. Yes, yes, the black church. Um, yes, there a lot of Caribbeans have gone um, up to there. The Africans go there. It is like a bridge point to like a lot of the diaspora in the Western Hemisphere. Because not to say they don't have their racism up there, but the reason why the United States is so strong on making sure we don't know about our neighbors' history is because they've had such stories of resistance, armed defense against. Um, uh, white militiamen trying to come across the border to come and slave catch and everything. So that's another point of history. But definitely the Black Pantheon is, it's got a lot of that information in there. So, you know, I will definitely share a link and everything and just send a request because I'm keeping it kind of closed right now because it's still under major construction. Yeah. I need to get with Kevin because he's got a lot of knowledge that I think we need to put in that. Yes. 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 And yeah. I, I, 
I, I just need people to understand this brother is not getting you a, 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 a being black for dummies. This yeah. is a Mecca, what he has in his hand. He has a Bible. He has information that soon enough will not be found in any library. Being black for dummies. <laughs> Just like how you think he got on another level. Yeah, it is. And um, that and was dope. I will ask this because I love that he was honest enough to say it. What is the Pantheon? Because I have no idea what the fuck that is. I don't know what the Pantheon is. So a Pantheon in Rome was a place that was a collection of all the wisdom of the Roman Empire that they got from all over the world. They took, if they took the king's crown, it would be put in the pantheon from another country. If they took, you know, the sword of a, a conquered general, it would be placed in the pantheon. Their statues, their memorabilia, you know, the, the golden fleece would be there. You'd have, um, if there was a pantheon of the future, you know, you'd have the top of the Washington Monument placed in the rotunda of the building in the pantheon. So it's like a Jedi archive, so to speak of everything that the Roman Empire, it's like display, look how, what, what we have found in the conquering the wealth that we have, you know, of wisdom and knowledge. It was a place of insight, learning, philosophers went there, learned, um, library was connected to it, um, much of which the Vatican has access to, dum, dum, dum. we ain't gonna get into conspiracy theories, but you know, um, but that's the pantheon. I went to Catholic school, I knew all them, uh, I can't talk. And I'll be talking, damn man. But I knew all of this was uh up to something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got a lot of knowledge and a lot of knowledge from us, but that's what the black pantheon is for. It's all ours. Well, can you get this guy back for I want to I, I, I want to ask you if you can have a special ask show for me. No, nah, I want I want you to know if you can get him back one time for a special he, show. He wants to get you back again for I want to um yeah and and I'm serious, although it sounded a little funny. I need you to do a special show about terms that are off limits. Mm. Because I was just gonna call a priest. Oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was just gonna call a priest faggots. Where I'm 40 something years old, B. Where it is I come from, we used to say faggots. Yo, you was a faggot ass motherfucker. Where the mother? That was some faggot shit you did. It didn't mean you was gay, mm. it just meant you just did some soft shit or you did some tender shit. Mm -hmm. But when I say that now, oh, um, he's this is Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, uh, my headphones died. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you know, just turn. Let me show something. How old are you? 44. You're 44 years old, right? You have no problem saying the word nigga. I do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I know you do. I was going to get to that. But you hesitated saying the word faggot. Society has made it so terrible that a 40-year-old man will hesitate saying faggot and, and say nigga without a problem. And I will tell you all this. He's trying not to say the word nigga. Realistically, realistically, I got one conscious friend, Tracy. You know yeah. Tracy. Big sister. Yeah. Tracy says, Kevin, we got to work on faggot and nigga. But why? Why are those why what why, why those do we two. give the word faggot the same connotation and power next to the word nigga when nigga has so much more pain and agony to it? I don't and know. Why is it as black people we fight for other groups? I'm not saying that, that you should discriminate against anybody, but 
But I'm saying, why are we fighting harder for people to stop saying faggot than we then are to stop, to stop saying, saying nigga? And I said to somebody recently, um, the word nigga, and I double G A and I double G E R and I C C A, um, Negral, any of that. The word nigga is derogatory. Okay. I used to say, I used to battle my business partner, and you know how conscious Lou is. I used to battle my business partner and say, oh, through due to the overuse of it, it's now become not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. You know what I'm saying? And it only took me a little bit more interaction to understand that that is not, not the true. case. Yeah. Every time I say nigga, when I say yo, Casey, my nigga, Remy, you my nigga, whatever, I am openly disrespecting y'all. Dead serious. Um, and there are people who, because we have a relationship, allow that pass. But I need to stop the continued disrespect. And and no, and I get that. But what I'm saying is, no, it's the truth. When I was in Oakland, brother put his hand right on my shoulder. Just leaned in. Yo, little dog. We don't say that around here. No, and I get that. Word. I'm just trying to show you. My whole point was not to say you personally, but to show you that as a as a a melanin society of, of, of African people, we were stolen from our homes, beat, chained, murdered, and killed. And yet our people put more pain on a word that has that has doesn't have half of hold on one second. That doesn't have half of can't see it. That the word nigga has, but we as a people will stop saying faggot faster than we will stop saying. And nigga. what got me saying that, that he said the brother says something about um the Vatican and Rome, and then he gave them a little bit of respect by not putting them on blast, right? And I was just saying, damn man, I'm not lying. As a kid in high school, sitting in my ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade class. I was looking at those priests and I was saying they have a gay connotation to them. Oh, yeah. A lot of them do. And, it, they do. and they the, do. Sad, the, the sad problem is people like priests, people like police, predator, predators come into those places because they know they're not held accountable. Yeah. 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 And that's the and problem. Gotta... I keep trying to tell people it's not that I hate cops. It's a job. I hate the training. I hate the lack of accountability. And that was what we were going to talk about. And we're going to have to talk about it again probably next week because I want you to, to segue from where we were talking about guns to talk about some stuff before we get off. But what I'm saying before I get out, get away from that is that there is no accountability. And black people want to be so right that we don't think about what that cost us. And I say that because a young lady was murdered, 16 years old, a child. And we, there's so many people wanted to be right that they didn't think about the detriment of the justification they just gave the police for her actions. Why do I say that? Because after George Floyd's verdict came in, three people were killed by the police. 64 since the trial verdict. That's a problem. And if you go to a hospital and a doctor or doctors kill 64 people after a hearing of accountability for malpractice, the whole world would be up in arms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be yeah. the class action lawsuit of the century. Of the century, but yeah. not with the yeah. police. So I hate it when people get mad at me for saying we need to learn to arm ourselves. 
We need to lean to defend ourselves. We need to be able to have Face and Nun and now uh, Kevin come on and teach you some stuff. So Face, I know you got more to say, but give me a second because I really want him to talk a little bit about some firearm stuff for us. And the reason why is because we've had in our own community some people get called out and we're not here to drag that person, but it really made me realize that there's a lot of people out there teaching and a lot of our people don't know that they're being, that they, they need to understand what's being said to them. So can you just take a minute and run yeah. some of that real quick? Well, Face, where you at? What state you in? Um, I'm in Maryland. I'm in Maryland specifically, close to the DC line. Okay. So, um, what me and Remy was talking about is there's quite a few things that will prevent people from owning firearms and being able to arm themselves doesn't mean firearms specifically because there's other things and other ways we can arm ourselves. And obviously we have to go by some guidelines that the government does set, you know, and there was a few things that leave us um, non-negotiable. They're not negotiable with this. So whether this message spreads through Remy, whether it spreads through a brother like you who, um, is influential, you know what I'm saying? One thing I want to say is this marijuana is going real legal in a lot of different places, you know what I mean? And marijuana and firearms do not mix and match, all right? But um, make sure you tell them not only marijuana, but beer, liquor, Oh, no, we're going to go into more of that, yeah. yeah. I was going to change that to say any mind-altering substance, including that pussy you fucking, does not mix and match. With firearms. How many okay. guns got over, over sex? Well, okay. Let's keep, oh, Lord. Yeah, but uh, domestic violence is one reason that you cannot own a firearm. And you don't actually have to harm someone to get that domestic charge. Okay? That's number one. You don't actually have to be into something with you and your lady to get a domestic charge. It could be you and your son. It could be you and somebody in your household. Um, what happens is, and they don't have to see that you have firearms. If you're registered or if it's registered, a lot of times when the police come to that household, they know that there's a firearm there or they know who owns a firearm there, especially in the state of California. Okay. If they feel that they fear for somebody in that house or if you've been somebody who's to, for what they call cooperative or uncooperative, you know, if we fall into that like we do nine out of ten times, they have the right to file a domestic charge against you on behalf of those people in that house. I'm not going to say you can quote me on that, but I am going to tell you people who showed me about firearms also hit me to this domestic situation. And whether that's the good, whether that's the law or not the law, I'm going to live by that one. So now here's the thing is, he's, he's right. So let me explain to you why um, I know personally about that. So there was an activist in, I think it was Seattle, young man, um, happened to be gay, him and his boyfriend got into an argument in the house. Now they're just, to black men, so they're loud. Somebody calls the police under the assumption that they were hurting each other, especially because they were intimate. They took his guns. They called it a domestic violence situation. So, Just like you said, not the boyfriend. The boyfriend is on camera saying, that's the only thing that's probably saving him right now while he's in court. What are you doing? We are fine. And that is where they're saying, whoever they are, the government, the police officers, the institutions, that's where they're saying, we may not want to believe that person, so we're going to give 
But this just so we're clear, crazy racist that's only, possibly. That, that's the only done majority in melanin communities. Yes. They use that to take our firearms. So, Why? Because I can also tell you cases of white men and white women with a white man, and she clearly looked like she was beat. And the police left her, left him with his guns, told her to leave, and he drove to the hotel where she wasn't shot. And shot her. And 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 I understand that. And you know, I know so that, that even if we know there's a bias and a double standard, listen to what Kevin's saying. Know that I don't I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. Men or women, know that any person that you're with willing to call the police on you and you have not, listen to what I'm saying, and you have not put your hands on them and harmed them in a way that they needed to call the police, leave them right away. That ain't nothing to get in trouble from. Moving no, on from there, no, because so. I'm going to tell you why, because okay. these type of people shouldn't own guns either. Mentally ill people. And there's many people that are mentally ill that never got an evaluation. Okay? True. But... If they evaluate their own life, if you look at some of the things that they're capable of doing, you know, um, and I say they, I'm not trying to single anybody out, you know, because that is where it is something touchy came about when we spoke of mental yes. illness, all right? Mental illness is something that the government does not deem you can be, um, you can have or have had um, and also own firearms. Again, you know, me, got to come in, go like that. But it's also interesting that most of our mass shooters who were white had mental illness and still were allowed to. So just so you're clear, as I keep telling my black people, there's a double standard. So if you have depression, if you have those feelings, not you, if somebody you know has those and they have firearms, you should protect them. I'm gonna say, if you have depression, if you have those feelings, also if true. you can't handle yourself because your wife fucked another man, right? Don't go buy a gun. Don't go buy a gun. Don't go to the gun range. Don't. Find yourself a way to learn jujitsu. Go learn boxing. Go learn kickboxing. Go to something yoga. like that. Go to yoga. Learn how to but get your But we're begging cheese. you not to be funny, but because- Don't come to the gun range, please. It, it, I don't want you to be in a dark place and take your own life. You got an argument with your with your and I'm I'm a man, so I'm just gonna keep saying you got an argument with your wife. If you're a lady and you got a problem with your 15 year old son, you got a problem with your man, whatever it is. Um, don't take your anger to the gun range. Anger and gun ranges don't work good together. There's no symmetry there. Okay. Um, so mental illness, these mind altering drugs, those two things specifically, guns and that don't mix. It don't mix to the government. And technically, I'm going to keep it real. It don't mix to the shooters. It don't mix to the responsible gun owners. Okay? Um, Remy has laid it down many times, yo. I went out one night when we was in Arizona, and the brothers say, yo, do me a favor. Make sure the firearm is already back there. I didn't even debate him on that shit, because that's normally what it is. I'm going to pass. What you mean? Yo, you know I ain't going to bring my gun when I'm going out drinking? Word. That just... Just skip it all. I didn't have a problem with him second checking me on that one because I, I understand that one. Any of the mind altering things. Moving on from some of that mind altering stuff, your felons, okay? They deem that a way for you to not have a gun or own a gun, but there is ways, like the brother hit me to, for felons to expunge their cases and do some of the research. Um, and it's expensive. It is expensive, but don't ever stop. Yeah. 
try and find Word. yourself pro bono. And, and, and we're saying words, pro bono means try and find yourself somebody free. Try and find yourself somebody who's willing to work on your I hate case. to say it, but free is you. Do your homework. Do your research. Right. Very true. Like, I don't depend on another person because they'll take your money and you might end up in the same situation. Very true. Do your own research. The more you know, the better off you are. Very, very And I mean, true. just speaking on the uh, mental illness uh, piece, you know, there's been people, um, even myself, back in August, you know, there was, um, I've lost a friend out on the protest line. In fact, in the city of New York, um, at a protest. And things went awry. This was during the um, Occupy Wall Street time period. Um, and so, but a long story short, when I was there this past August, you know, something transpired and, you know, I had just a simple baton, you know what I'm saying? But I was having my PTSD moment and it was when your mind alters like that, only those who have had, have or have had post-traumatic stress syndrome understands what happens with that. You get in that snappy mode, it's fight or flight, you know? Mm -hmm. And so from there, as this, I was like, I was literally, you know, it's still respected in the community for doing one thing. I said, I had a PTSD episode, you know, I said in that PTSD episode, I, I, I was emotionally compromised. I took myself and I stepped down from all duties in the protest. And I said, I'm going to get myself mentally evaluated. I'm going to find out how I can fix this. I'm going to take personal responsibility to handle this situation. And I handed to my elders that baton. You know what I'm saying? That I used to defend myself. You know? This is a big problem with the black community. What he just said, that's real gangster. If you know your emotional state is not there, when I hear brothers talking about, I ain't talking about that, I ain't going to do this, I ain't going to no doctor, I ain't going to no stuff, that's not gangster. That's cowardly. Because you're scared to sit down in front of somebody and say, I hurt. I have pain. Ask his brother how many times I've called him, or even KC. I call him about my wife. I call him about my daughter. I call him about myself. I would much rather be strong enough to look a man in his eye and say, yo, bro, right now, I don't feel like I'm 100%. And that give other people that's around you the um, 100% okay to, to, but you're there for the return for the return investment you understand honestly you're there for the return investment that's how you build trust in your community yeah Guaranteed. yeah exactly that's why there's nothing that you there's nothing that you wouldn't advocate for that i would want to do research for because if you're you know so many times in in in, in our interaction and in our life i approve your message you I know what i'm saying that. so i wouldn't second guess it and that does come from i love him but he does second guess it i love you okay <laughs> But I'll, I'll, I'll no, 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 no. When I say second guess it, Word. it's never in a negative. He'll always come to me and be like, hey, I know who you are, so I'm about to fuck with you. I got a question for you. It's Guaranteed. not what you say, it's how you say it. Guaranteed. There's also a time that you say, yo, grab all your guns and come on. And I didn't ask you. Oh, no, no, that's different. different. Why? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean now. You know, know you and that was but, just to clean guns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, I got a cleaning gun session. Every time, this is, you know what? That's instrumental. This is real shit. Every time somebody got something for you, we can't, and we got to learn not to question that person all the way down to the last compound about why you call me and say, yo, bring your guns, come over right now, I got something for you. You understand? Because that means you don't trust the person. That honestly. was a lot of, that was a lot of knowledge. 
You know what I'm saying? That, that was that's, a lot of that's the truth. That was a lot of knowledge, and it put me up on something that took me so much further. But you and I have that time that we invested. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, that true. I know to trust that when that's you true. call me and say, and 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 I think I could have came over like, yo, what's going on? Right. I didn't need none of that because really it was just like, I right, pull out your brushes. I got this weird ass oil right here, yo, yo, bro. Can you? You know what I'm saying? We got to learn to trust each other, and that's only comfortable being transparent. And I, and I learned this the hard way. A man who never fails in front of me and anything he does, every time I talk to him, I just won the lottery. Um, I just smashed 16 girls in one day. It's like, you're lying to me because we all fail at some time. We all go through a hardship. And if you never do, I'm not your true friend. Right. right. I know that because you don't, that, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It means you just don't trust me to talk to me about it. I Which mean, that, that, yeah. like, that's got to be okay. No, and it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. But also, it also builds a difference between if you call me, Kevin, I'll show up because I know you're transparent with me. So if I got to show up, I'm coming up because I know you. But somebody who can never share that I with me. I heard that shit you said when I was late the other day before you hung up the phone. What? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, yo, yo. He was like, you see? And this freaking motherfucker wasn't even home. It didn't even matter. He was like, you see? This is why you know the people in your life. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I was like, you know what? Let me do him a favor and let me hang up. Let me hang up right now and do him a favor. I wish you the I knew he was talking about me. You Hell know yeah. I don't know. Anybody in my life who knows me, I used to be a hothead. I used to try to change people, tell people about themselves, everything. What I don't do now, I know my friends. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I was here on time, right? Today, yes. And I'll be saying to myself, man, Remy, man, why he cut you? But this is all on someone else's time. It's all on the engineer's time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, brothers. I appreciate y'all giving me the chance to hear, type in whatever. You know what I mean? I thanks that too. But that's serious. It's all on someone else's time. And I, you know, if I don't didn't have the concept of it, I know when it's with you. I be having. I be trying to have the closest concept. But do you understand what you, what, I, what you just said to me? Because he knows me. When you knowingly know somebody, when you get mad at him, it's your fault because you know who your man's is. I told, and I wish you had listened to the rest of this because Crystal said this. She goes, "If you call Kevin for any randomness, he's gonna be late and he may not show up at all. But let me call Kevin and say something wrong with Kareem. Yeah, we'll be there. You know what I mean?" I don't need I you. Know I don't. No, not only that, his brother, he's he gonna probably hate both of us. His brother is the fucking worst with one communicating and two showing up to shit. But let my daughter show up in town. He don't not only show up, he stays for hours. Yeah. And as a grown man, I don't need you to be there for me because you trust that I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. But I need you to be there for my daughter. But for us, um, and it's been like that, you know, it's crazy to say for the past, let's say, 15 years, you know. Um, we're not at home. You know what I'm saying? We on the West Coast and we New Yorkers and there's other elements of our New York faction and it's always been a family element that at some point. There was other people who started shooting with you and I. You know what I'm oh, saying? God. Segwaying back into shooting. There was other people who started shooting with you and I. There were other people who took our advice and purchased firearms behind you and I that have not actively come out shooting with us, you know, that we're never going to count them out. Right. You know? But that family element 
what it is you were able to do for our family and then bestow it upon me and me seeing how serious you took it. So now I wanted to do something to show my brother that I could take this serious. You oh, know did he saying? take it seriously? We are going, Word. we messed up today because, and I got to bring both of them back. I wanted to give, <laughs> I wanted to give you time to really talk about defense and how you changed the, the idea. I'm going to find a different word for it, Kevin, of protesting. I'm going to have you come back for that. And I wanted Kevin to really go into this gun knowledge because, excuse me, these two things I feel are important in our community. Why? I disagree with a lot of people. I think protesting did a lot for us this year. Oh, I think, I think it did. I think it, it did, did a lot for, it the, did. It did. for legislation that got passed. I heard you say that a young man said it didn't. Hey, Mr. Face. Yes. Next time we talk, you're going to have to answer up for some of the people who destroy shit. Not you're gonna have to answer up, but we gotta have you're in the trenches. You're in the trenches, and yeah, now yeah. talking with you and knowing what type of sensible good brother you are, yeah. um, I would trust. I said that ain't us. Well, no, yeah, but you know, what would you, what would you say? Um, I would say to those people, I'm I, on the protest line. They always called me the 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 the, the younger uncle. I'm the one that's like I understand how they feel. But I'm like, you can't do it, bro. Because I, I tell it to him like this. I'm like, you know you destroy something that you're actually paying for with your taxes. In D.C., it's like, you know, it's, it's like. Get up. I'm like. Why? But, yeah, yeah, I do agree. But it's like, for me, it's like, I, I, I've always tried to teach him. I'm like, okay, you tear that down. The only thing they're going to do. In Washington, D.C., we see it done every single time. They get those people with the jet sprays, those special industrial jet sprays. They spray that spray paint right on off. And they just like, okay, you guys had your hissy fit? All right, back to normal, back to old beautiful white men. Now. Right, right. But that's, that's the thing. I think. You're sit down, but you're doing it in our community. And I think. I, 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 I think <laughs> what. what, what um, is there a way for us to. Because this is the reason I asked him that. Because he's in the trenches physically. Is there a way for us to uh, uh, say that's off limits? You that's know? what he does. I see a lot he, of, yeah. He Because right. the thing is, is like, and I, I hate to say this, but it's like so many times the allies, they come in with their own political ideologies. They strong socialist this, they strong Marxist that, they strong. Everything but black issue. And what happens is on the front line, they compile their issues and say, oh, I'm, I'm marching for trans today. I'm marching for this today. I'm marching for non-binary. All, all, all these definitions and pluralities they got. Um, today we, smart, we, we marching for the Middle East and undocumented people coming from, from Mexico. It's like, oh, excuse me, are we got the black people on the agenda? Oh, yeah, 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 y'all in there too. We, we'll chant you several times. But the whole thing is when they get into these, you know, um, pardon my phrase, but they get into the fuck shit, you know, they they have this saying in D.C. It's like, you know, you know, what you see, you ain't see shit. What you see, you ain't see shit, you know. Um, and so they, they get into these sessions. But the white people, what, what started to happen is black people, black youth started to realize, hey, I'm getting my ass beat down by the police. And these white people walking away with emotional trauma like what it's like when you get your when you get your ass whooped they're like saying emotional trauma becky go home 
Becky go home with that. She needs to take a whole month off. I mean, like some of these allies, they have to take months off because of one experience with a police officer. And we're like, this is life. What you think? You going to stand up for black lives and not get your ass whooped? So it's like that. what we're seeing is the way we're changing protests is saying, when you're going out there, first of all, who's leading? Is it one of your elders? Does your community know where you are? Can we back you up? Can we? Because in the streets of Washington, D.C., there are people like, you coming down the street? Bet. We got, I got the door open for you. You come in the back gate. I got you. We're going to act like we're sitting down to lunch. I got to change the clothes for you. We look out for one another. And we say, look, you, you, you coming through. You coming through. But don't come through with them crazy allies because they don't know how to act. And what happens is. They, the question. He was saying it wasn't yeah. us. Yeah. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. Yeah. I, I, I hate to bust you because I really need you to come back. Like, awesome. please. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. You know the comment section loves you. They love when you come on. Um, I appreciate you doing this too. Nah, this is dope. You know, from it one was, black. This bro- is an honor. Thank you so much. Um, what we did right here today shed some light on 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 my situation, on our personal relationship, on the relationship between myself and the protests. Honestly, you know what I'm saying. Those three things and shed positive light on that. You know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Thanks a lot for actually doing this, inviting me here. Yeah. But we got to do it again. Yes. So please yes. Talk about that. Yes. Um, yes. I just want to say thank you. As you know, we were going to Yo, talk fuck about- that. I ain't get my segment, B. Word the mother. <laughs> you got to make sure all guns are empty when you pull them out. First things first. You understand? I'm going to show you that this gun Since is clear. That, Word the mother. Like you know what I'm saying? Time. I'm going to show you that this gun is clear. Always make sure there's four basic gun safety laws. Every gun we treat it as if it's loaded, okay? All the time. We are always going to keep our finger off the trigger unless we are out on target and we know what we want to shoot. You must be very, very, very cautious (coughs) of your surroundings, your backstop, what's going on around you, what's to the left of your target, the right of your target, who's in, you know, your 180. Notice I'm holding his gun ahead of him out down pointed in a safe direction, always point your guns in a safe direction. This is definitely, those were some key ways to make sure nobody gets shot that might be with you. We were supposed to talk some gun laws, but I'm going to tell you about this Beretta real fast. No, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to check my YouTube channel, World Famous Gun Show. Yo, when you do your gun, don't just be like this and let it down like that off fucking faggot you know what i'm saying like yo when you got your gun like this yo bomb you know what i'm saying let that joint go yo Are the mother yes um uh once again i'm here to just give you know our people a place to call home at the black pantheon place of knowledge learning and everything i'll be i it was an honor coming on uh once again breaking bread with brothers of my people the people that I love and serve, you know, um, I look forward to building with you guys. I look forward to giving our people knowledge and helping our people get to the future that they deserve. So, face, black owned gun store right here in LA, Redstone Firearms. They sell on the internet. You can get right on their website if you need anything, and you can say Remy, and they're going to charge you more. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my Instagram is art of purpose 726. Um, I am going to be putting up more content because I'm getting back into mentoring mode. I'm also going to be 
uh, making another IG account specifically for Black Pantheon lesson making. Um, and I'll be working with Remy on some future things. You know, we'll, we'll unveil that unveil that later. But um, yes, I'm, I'm going to be, that's where you can find me, um, inbox me for protesters who want to actually do like, you know, one-on-one -on -one discussions, what have you. I do those things for people who want to get involved with the movement, give to the movement, suggestions on where to make, you know, your donations for your local Black community worthwhile and not just tokenize. I can guide you on that too. Um, so yes, um, I'm a public servant, you know, for my people. And so just hit me up there. Kevin, tell them how to find you. Yo, um, yeah, cause I just hit you up, yo. I just hit you up. Uh, awesome. I'm on Instagram, I'm world famous gun show, world famous underscore gun show. I also just started a YouTube channel and it's also world famous gun show. Um, my purpose of even doing that is to, you know, spread some gun safety, number one, but also be the conduit in between the people who have the know-how and the people who don't have the know-how. You know, um, sometimes, like Remy said, everybody don't have uh, that person to praise, like how we were talking about praising people. Everybody don't have that person to praise because they're just not those interactive type of people. Some people might watch myself like I'm going to turn around and I'm going to pay attention to that Black Pantheon. I commented yeah. on your page, my brother, and I just followed you. Yo, please, gotcha. if you can, inbox me something or put gotcha. me on your list. You know gotcha, gotcha. Gun show, for sure. Yeah, this is the right. Black Voices Uncensored. I thank both of my guests that came on today. I thank y'all for listening, for tuning in. I thank you guys in the back, here in KC. Um, I feel like I left the slut out, so I should ask KC, do you want to say anything before we leave? Yo, but why you got to talk to the man like that? He, he owns his... <laughs> Well, real quick, just real quick on that on that whole slut thing. It wasn't it wasn't I didn't say use me as an example because I'm a slut or I'm a whore, but the fact that um that there is a fetishism of of, of white women um from black men. But what I would say to, to the last girl I was with who was white, I would say, I'm not with you because you're white, I'm with you in spite of you being white. Because like Remy, I do a lot of speaking. I'm wearing a, a black father's matter shirt right now. You know what I'm saying? But that same white girl, Remy would buy you know, uh, you know, buy stuff from her business and all that. So it's like, it wasn't like an anti-black type situation, I mean, anti-white situation. But yeah. Thanks for tuning in. White. I respect the hell out of that, Casey. I respect the hell out of that. I carry a pistol and I do believe they will be faster to call the police on you for anything. I sneezed in her house. And the response will be faster too. You know what I'm saying? So truthfully, I, I I don't bone white joints. I I don't even jack off the white porn. Be fuck that. Man. I stick to the melanin. <laughs> stick to the melanin. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember to say the things that we got to close out on. I don't know what to do after that. Like, I don't know what to say. No, nah, but I don't mean nothing bad. I, I know. I, I watch the white women in porn. I just won't do it to them. <laughs> We're gonna close. Sydney, I'm sorry. Thank you, Sydney. All the way to radio, we appreciate you. Sydney is the queen of all queens. You're Sydney, that's that you. lady that told me to get on the OTW2. Yes, yes. OTW Man, what's wrong with you? OTW2.com. People used to say you black, then watch your mouth. We ain't listen. Nah, not for the clout. Original man, all I'm watching is y'all. Crazy how addicted I used to be at the mall. Spending all this hard earned dough, but never bought. In the game of life, was more of a curtain call. Smiling in your face, can't tell I was hurt at all. My little Asian love, we're going run me to raw. 
Brought it to the crib and left me borrow the car. Gotta be fly, you gon' catch the people eye. Can't recognize the real when you always taught a lie. Can't remember a day when my mama wasn't hurting. Daddy wasn't brave and my niggas wasn't cursing. We was just some slaves and amazed with our burdens. Trying to find our way through this pain we immersed in. Raised by a gay shit, the sage wasn't working. Remember when they say we was three fifths a person. But if we came first, how the fuck do that work? I know this people never like to tell the truth cause it hurt. Karama here with a quick infomercial and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie. Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it. Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTW tube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to otwtube.com and get the Urema Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Urema Karama, and I approve this message. Flawed individual. Cindy Ashby 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 Ashby